Hey everyone, welcome to the Ocean Lovers Podcast. I'm Kirsty, and I'm currently majoring in marine biology. I'm Erica, and I work as a naturalist and marine science educator. Every week we chat about lots of ocean-related topics and have special guests join us to talk about why they love the ocean and what they do to protect it. We hope you enjoy this episode, so let's dive right in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Ocean Lovers Podcast. I'm Kirsty. And I'm Erica, and I'm so excited today because we have two very special guests on the podcast. I can't wait to chat with them. Um, the two guests that we have today are world travelers. They're, they're animal advocates. They're fellow whale watchers, fellow ocean lovers, and two of my very best friends in the whole world. <laughs> today, we have Ellen and Annika joining us on the podcast. Hi, guys. Hello. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And these two are coming from all the way from New Zealand. So right now when we're recording, we're in California. It's 8.45 p.m. What time is it in New Zealand? 5.45 p.m. Oh, my gosh. But tomorrow. The next day. Yeah. Yeah. In the future. How is Thursday looking? Uh, Cold and rainy here, but... um... You never know. You might get Same some good here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Same here. The wind must be blowing straight up over to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've been getting really bad winds here. Trees falling everywhere. It's been really Oh, bad. really? Oh, Actually, yeah. yeah. Our wheel watch was canceled on Monday. I know your guys was canceled today, so it must be blowing around the world. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, the last couple of days, though, have been like the hottest we've ever had for a long time, like yeah. 35 degrees. Oh, oh, oh you won't know wow. what that means. Um, I'm not sure. That's like, that's that like not... over 100. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I think so. You take 35 times 2-ish and then Let's plus see. 32-ish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah. We'll run with that. Yeah. And then all of our listeners listening right now, you guys might notice we have some accents going on. Um <laughs> We'll have you guys yes. kind of maybe back up and explain where you're from and how you ended up in New Zealand, because I know neither of you are from New Zealand. Ooh, we are not. Well, I'm from Sweden. You go first. I will go first. <laughs> um, yeah. Born and raised in Sweden, uh, next to a fjord, so on the of the ocean, of course. And then about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. left Sweden, done a bit of traveling. And about seven years ago, I met Alan. Um, on my travels and then we've pretty much been yeah together since and yeah done a lot of travels together and we just encountered whales while in australia and then we started whale watching and then we were literally sitting in sweden about to leave on our way to australia and we weren't sure what we we're going to do but well other people work with whales why don't we work with whales <laughs> and where can we work where there are whales so Obviously, being from different countries, you need to have visas and all that sort of stuff. So I thought, well, let's go somewhere where we can both get a visa. And Alan being Australian, doesn't need a visa here, and I could get a working holiday. So we thought, let's see if there are any whales in New Zealand. And Google told us that there were whales in New Zealand. (laughs) And we applied for a job and, yeah, got a job and moved here. That's so cool. It was quite lucky as well because the the time of year that we applied just happened to be the just before the season so it sort of was just a a bit of luck there as well yeah Um, and then we met you Erica yes so we we all happened to start working at the whale watch company the same year which was 2016 
Um, I happened to go down to New Zealand because I met Fiona doing research in Canada. And yeah. you guys, do you, you lived with Fiona for a while. Do you still, or you live in her, her property? No, we moved out about three months ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, we lived with her for about a year. Yeah. Yeah. No, her and Ed. Yep. No, it was, uh, it was great to live with them. And uh, Max, who worked for the um, Dolphin Swimming Company here, mm-hmm. uh, he uh, also lived there. So that was a, it's quite a fun house to be in. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's just one big, well, one big small world now. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you guys completely, like, made my whole New Zealand experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was quite um, crazy that first year. Yeah, it was. <laughs> with, uh, we started training. We worked for about, I think, two or three weeks, and then the yeah, what, 7.8 earthquake. Just, oh, uh, mm-hmm. okay. everything. Before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was completely wild. Um, yeah. So, I just finished a lot of the road work. Um, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's still a little bit going on, but it's mostly done now. But yeah, just over four years later. Yeah. Holy, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Um this just popped into my head. Have you guys worked on the new big boat that they got yet? Yep. Yep. We what, sure have. What do you it's, think? Um, yeah, it's a, it's, oh, it's an incredibly fast boat. Um, you get, we can get to where we need to be very quickly. It goes at about 40 <laughs> knots top speed. Holy, cruising. that's so cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. About double the capacity for passengers. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a fantastic boat. It's a, it's cool. Qu- bit of adjusting to now because it's um the tours are a little bit different from mm-hmm. the uh smaller boats that are <laughs> but um yeah no it's um we've got five crew now on instead of three and uh yeah yeah know, it's a, getting there learning curve it's a learning curve yeah. yeah 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 for sure how many people does it hold yeah just over a hundred hundred that's a lot yeah. 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 have you guys been one. affected at all with covid and everything yeah, I mean, passenger wise, yeah, yeah, we've only got a domestic market, so yeah, which has been pretty good though. Yeah, um, okay. it's been really nice taking like local people out as well. Everyone's coming, exploring their backyard, yeah. which is amazing. And I just, I love it. And it's a good time for, well, all of us to explore here as well. So, you know, we're doing trips all the time. We're going to do a trip in a couple of days. We're going to see some penguins. <gasps> Yay! It's uh, right in the middle of breeding exciting. season. For- yellow-eyed penguins down here we're gonna go and see if we can see some little chicks where are you guys gonna go uh it's called Mauraki, so it's further south close to Dunedin Mm. and they've got a really nice breeding colony down there um so yeah hopefully we've been there a couple of times before but never in breeding season because we're always working (laughs) all the time Uh, but now we're not working as much so we can actually take some off and go and do things That's the silver really cool. lining yeah that is <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. nice um do you guys get to work together sometimes on the boat yeah sometimes not yeah. all the time yeah. uh, but every now and then yeah oh that's yeah. fun yeah um yeah. maybe yeah. sorry oh yeah we're working like four <laughs> days a week now instead of six so we've got a bit more time to just not work which yeah. is being that is kind of well. nice yeah. yeah it'd be kind of nice yeah. if it stayed like that <laughs> probably <laughs> won't. See how that goes. <laughs> yeah yeah. Aww. um so back up more so how did you guys become ocean lovers where did that all start back back in the day yeah, I, I think it must be well 
we probably both always had an appreciation for it, but um, oh, I reckon it was on. We did a big road trip of Australia, and um, I was getting into scuba diving, and uh, we ended up doing a scuba diving trip on the uh, Great Barrier Reef, and just happened uh, we did a li big liverboard one that went for about uh, four days, I think it was, and uh, yeah, on the ver very first day, um, we did a couple of dives, and then we got surrounded by um, dwarf minke whales, and apparently they're like super interactive with boats like the average encounter is like for four hours or something um and so this company had a uh, permit to uh swim with them uh so they they we all got it really excited and we're like okay let's go let's go but they're like, no you got to watch this video first so we watched a 10 minute video about how to do it properly which was really good and then they um they put out a big rope behind the boat and we just held, held onto the rope and Slowly but surely, the minky whales got closer and closer, and um, by the end of it, they were circling under us about I don't know five meters below us. And um, you can see a big, a big adult one, and then a um, a baby underneath it as well. So uh, yeah, I think probably since then. Well, yeah, that was an amazing encounter. But then our second encounter was uh, quite incredible as well. Um, we continued on that road trip, went over to Broome, which is on the northwestern side of uh, Australia. And uh, we started working at a little caravan park there. And there was a big, really nice fishing spot. So everyone would go out on their boats every day, catch some fish and come home. And anyway, they see whales every day and they just keep telling us about all these whales they're seeing. And then uh, eventually they said, oh, do you want to come out and see the whales? We're like, oh yeah, cool. That's a great idea. <laughs> so, um, we went out and they, we didn't find much at first. And so we kept, went a bit further out and we came across some, um, uh, two adults uh, and they had a, a brand new baby with them that the, the mum was still holding up uh, like it was on, resting on top of the mum and just sort of flailing about it. It didn't really seem to know what it was doing but uh, yeah so that was um, that was quite special to be seeing something like that. Were those minky whales as well? No humpbacks sorry. Oh yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah they were humpback yeah. whales. Yeah. Oh that's so cool. So uh, yeah that was Think since then it hasn't really stopped. <laughs> yeah, next whale place to the next. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Would you say so? Yeah. Hmm. And obviously, just ocean overall has been one of the major things. So we've done a lot of um, just trips for diving. Um, manta rays, one of my mm. favorite animals. Um, so we've done a few, a bit of that in the Philippines, um, Indonesia. Um, yeah, I think that's mainly where we've seen them. Uh, but there's something about whales that just you know mm -hmm. it really sticks with you so it's hard to it's hard to move away from it once you move into the world of whales you sort of yeah you get stuck <laughs> i agree um yeah it's like once you get that taste it's like there's never gonna be a job that <laughs> is good enough <laughs> yeah yeah i keep thinking uh, should i go and get a different job or do something else like well will i see whales <laughs> oh man then probably not then <laughs> Even before I knew what I wanted to do for a job, before I even knew whale watching could be a job, um, I would say like, all I want to do is live somewhere where I can see a whale every day. That's all mm -hmm. I care about. And yeah. somehow that sort of came true. Oh, yeah. I was lucky. A scuba instructor, but mm. that didn't work at all, which is completely fine because I love being a yeah. whale watching guide. Yeah. What's tell us some about some of your scuba trips? Tell us about the manta rays. Where was that? And tell us about it. Oh, I think one of the oh, we got a couple of good ones. 
uh, we did one, we're getting to Indonesian Borneo. And there's a really nice island out there, Sangalaki. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'll be checking my memory. And it's known for its manta rays. And mm -hmm. as we thought we'll go there, we've heard, just heard about this place from other, other, you know, marine life nerds. That is a great place. I thought, oh, we got to go. So we did make a make our way there, which took a lot of time as well. Uh, traveling through Indonesian Borneo is pretty time consuming. Uh, do a lot of local trips, like in small boats, buses, cars, all these sort of things. So it took us a while to get there. But once, once there, we somehow must have timed it on the best day ever. Um, yeah, it was a new moon. So new moon and full moon are really good for manta rays because that's when the production of, of plankton and stuff in the water is really high. So there were mantas everywhere. Like when we were rolling off the boat with our tanks on, you have to make sure you weren't falling on a manta ray because they were just oh. everywhere. And they're the reef mantas. So they come there to feed. And uh, I don't even know how many manta rays there were. I, I didn't even know that many existed. <laughs> they were just oh. absolutely everywhere. And we oh, also saw dream. on that on one of those dives we saw a leopard shark. Mm. Not the leopard shark you guys have. Oh yeah. Um, so we call them leopard sharks, but you call them zebra sharks. Oh. They are absolutely stunning. They're huh. probably the more beautiful, more more beautiful sharks. Yeah. Um, I think they're a bit might be a little bit bigger than the other ones as well. Yeah. Um, look it up. Uh, they're called leopard sharks on this side of the world, anyway. <laughs> Oh, they, have very <laughs> they are absolutely stunning and I, they, yeah i think that is my my favorite shark and i always wanted to see one and then i saw one so now i'm happy but now i want to see more <laughs> did, you, did you guys go diving with thresher sharks yes we've done it a couple times in the philippines uh so there's an island uh, called malapascawa that's known for thresher sharks so it's pretty much the only or one of the very few cleaning stations for thresher sharks that you can get to from land yeah. so all the other cleaning stations for thresher sharks are in the middle of the ocean where you mm -hmm. can't really get to so this one is quite it's oh, a bit of a boat ride but nothing nothing too big and we've gone there twice and we've seen a thresher shark on every dive i think we've done maybe six dives there oh at least no we did six dives last time okay so yeah. we probably did maybe yeah. 10 then yeah <laughs> and yeah we've seen fresh sharks there every time on every dive we've been very very lucky and yeah. they're they're so cool i love sharks are, are they <laughs> shy kind of or are they curious or what do they behave like oh i think they just cruise they don't really seem to they don't pay attention no they don't yeah. interact or anything they, curious, just sort of, no. they just swim by do their thing fascinating observing <laughs> Hey ocean lovers, Kirsty here popping in to let you guys know that this episode is sponsored by Blackfin Coffee. If you guys follow us on Instagram, you guys have probably seen us post it so many times. Erica and I absolutely love Blackfin Coffee and we really want you guys to try it out. Another main reason why we absolutely love Blackfin Coffee is because they are collaborating with PNW Protectors, which the PNW Protector Coffee is what we've been drinking. The reason why we love it so much is because PNW Protector is a nonprofit organization that helps spread awareness about the Southern resident orcas. So if you guys are looking for a way to support, definitely check out the PNW Protectors Coffee at www.blackfin.coffee. And if you guys want a coupon code, we have a 20% off for you for your first purchase. 
your coupon code would be OceanLovers20 for 20% off. Again, that's OceanLovers20 to get 20% off your first purchase. Thanks, guys. Uh, but yeah, for those guys, you have to be you're quite deep. You're about 25 meters deep, I think. So you can only yeah. stay there for uh, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes maximum. Mm. Um, so yeah, it is it is a good place to see them, but yeah, many dives don't see them as well. So we're I think we got extremely lucky, which is yeah. not always the case for us. But um, you know, that yeah, was, that was that was definitely oh, they're incredible creatures. Like their tail is the same length as their whole body, uh, maybe longer, and they've got these massive eyes and the little silvery, silky color. Yeah, um, yeah, no, magical to see them. Yeah. What do you guys feel is still left on your bucket list of marine life? I want to see female and baby sperm whale. Yes. Yes. We only have the male sperm whale. So I've never seen a female. So, well, last year in what, July, August, we were going to go to the Azores, uh, which is off Portugal in Europe. And we were going to go there to see them. But, Mm. you know, COVID happened (sighs) and that didn't happen. So it's still um, at the top of the list amongst mm. swimming with basking sharks in Scotland. There's um, a new, uh, they're called Far Out Research, and um, you know Marta from um, the Otago University. You know, she's mm-hmm. a trustee in the Far Out Research, and she went up right up to the north, uh, north of the North Island in New Zealand, and they went about 30 miles offshore, and they found a, a, a pod of sperm whales with young ones. <gasps> So um, it'll be females and young ones right in the north of New Zealand. So uh, yeah. uh, wow, yeah, it's a very long way offshore, but um, it's probably the closest ones to where we are anyway. Yeah. But, uh, that's cool. Yeah, that's just that's a research boat going too. out. So yeah, yeah. So that's amazing. Does yeah. Mart yeah. does Marta still spend time in Kaikoura? Do you see her often? Yeah, um, any yeah. caught up with her last time. She's only here like a month ago or something. Or yeah, a month ago. Yeah. yeah. So um. So they are a research, a researchers. They study at the university and they come here every year to do an annual survey of the population of sperm whales. Uh, so they've been doing that for what thirty years or so. And uh, yeah, she came up yeah this year, last year as well actually. So she's come up this last two summers for a couple of weeks. Oh, that's so, so yeah. cool. I managed to catch up with her. Yeah, so she's still doing that. That's so cool. If you have she... her contact info, I would love to reach out to her just because I haven't really since I was in New Zealand. Oh, yeah. No, she'll be keen. She's always yeah. keen to catch up. Yeah, I'll send you her email. Yeah. Great. That's awesome. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Maybe tell us, have you, first of all, have you guys seen Sperm Whales Breach? since you've been yeah. down there a couple, a couple of times yeah. oh, it, that's, it's oh, been wow. a it's been a long while since yeah. we saw the last one from a big male so uh yeah but um it's sort of since we only have male sperm whales here they don't interact too much with each other uh so it's only when there are a big amount of sperm whales that they tend to breach so they sort of communicate with each other this year we've haven't had that many individuals. We don't really know why, but that's sort of what we observed being out there. And when there's not too many of them, they just don't do any of that sort of behavior. Whereas a couple of years ago, I think it was three years ago, they were they were just breaching, you know, not all the time, but they were breaching quite a lot and a lot more than anyone would have thought. But that's, that was a, a really good season for sperm whale breaches, but that was probably because there was a lot of individuals. But there haven't been too many. I haven't seen one in 
no. oh, in, in a couple of years, actually. Hmm. Yeah. It's been pretty, pretty quiet yeah. on the breaching front. Yeah. Reason, yeah. yeah. There has been a couple, but I think I must have been on the wrong boat at the time or <laughs> uh, just not out of sea that day. There has been a couple uh, last summer, but it hasn't been any in a while now. Mm. They're probably breaching out there right now and nobody's yeah, out there. Probably, yeah. <laughs> they're just doing it when no one's looking. Yeah. So we've had some really cool um, humpbacks and they've been here breaching. We had one individual that was breaching for two hours straight. Oh, wow. Like continuous breaching, no stops. Just yeah. kept Aww. breaching for two hours. It was, it was just, I, I was insane. That is pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever seen another southern right whale other than the one that we saw like the day of the earthquake? No, no. We, we haven't, but there has been there, a few. Yeah, yeah, when we haven't been there, there's been, um, yeah, I think one, one a year maybe on average. Um, yeah. Wow. yeah. Randomly last year, the helicopters posted a photo of one, um, but uh, I think it was on a day like today. It was quite uh, rainy outside, so um, yeah, we didn't, we didn't see it. Uh, but yeah, I think um, about a year and a half ago was the last one Whale Watch saw on the on their yeah. boat. It was yeah. Ju- July, what twenty nineteen? Yeah, that was wow. the last one, and the only one after that was what July August last year. So about one a year is pretty hmm. much what we have here. Huh, that's like how often we see orca here. Not very often. You guys really? see them a little bit more often there, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe yeah. Um, once or twice a month. But um, if we're lucky. Oh, wow. But uh, yeah, this year it's been a bit quiet as well. Um, yeah. But that yeah. could also be because we're not out as often, so we yeah. don't come across mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. last year, and I think the year before, there's been, for some reason, the orca tend to come past on the same day of the week with the different pods. So we're not quite sure why that is, but it would be orca Mondays <laughs> or it would be orca Wednesdays. Oh my gosh, I wish it was that easy. <laughs> I don't know how that happened because they're completely different pods. Um, but yeah, um, it's been oh, it's been a wee while since we've seen them, but they still do come past quite often. Uh, I think we just end up missing them over yeah. the last yeah. you know, the summer sort of thing. Yeah. Hmm. What are like the seasons like there? And I mean, like what type of marine life travel through New Zealand to New Zealand either year round or like what months are more popular for certain animals? Yeah. Um, yeah. Good question. Um, the, we get the humpbacks migrating past in um, June, July. So our winter here. Um, and, but uh, lately the last couple of years, we actually had um, a few younger humpbacks. So like, I don't know, maybe eight to 10 meters long. Uh, they'd be feeding here like November, December, January. Um, so um, yeah, we've got we started um, taking tail shots. We've got about a little catalog there of about uh, 26 individuals in the last couple of years. So oh, that, oh, wow. So that's pretty cool. Just, but all yeah. of them, wow. uh, none of them were like fully grown or seemed huh. fully grown. They always no, seemed like the ones. smaller ones. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's, um, they're pretty reliable, the humpbacks to come through probably the second most common species we see yeah, here so. oh, okay. um, the sperm whales are here all year round oh, uh, which lucky. is really really good it's a big, <laughs> beautiful feeding ground for them um, there's a couple of times a year where they go very far offshore like uh, late march and uh, late october and they're very hard to find then but uh, apart from that they're usually here somewhere um, <laughs> and uh, oh yeah the other day we had uh, a small pot of blue whales in there about three Aww. or four blue whales in the area Oh, Annie, Annie, your photos were amazing. (laughs) 
So oh. I got to be up in a plane uh, with wings of a whale. So we've got a few friends working there. And uh, yeah, managed to go up in a plane and see them from the air, which is, wow. it's really cool. I mean, I always prefer being on a boat, of course, you know, you get to see the salt and all that. But being from, being from a plane and seeing them from above, it's really cool because you get the whole size of the whale. But you don't have anything to compare it to. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a big whale or a small whale. It's just, yeah, it's quite, it's quite hard to tell really, but yeah, that yeah. was really cool. Yeah. yeah. That was one of my favorite things that I got to do in New Zealand was go up and see the sperm whale from the plane. Cause it's like, you see drone shots and stuff, but it's like, I am the drone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, one thing that's, um, one species that's been coming to New Zealand more, it seems recently, um, are leopard seals. Mm, I was hoping uh, you would talk about them. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think they just got classified as native mm -hmm. just recently. They used to oh. be vagrants, but now they're native to New Zealand. Um, oh. And, yeah, we've, um, oh, when was it? Uh, September? There was one or October? I think there was one here. Yeah. Uh, a massive female. She was about, about as big as they get, about three and a half meters, uh, just come up on the beach. And uh, uh, one of our um, colleagues was just going on the beach and like, oh, that's not normally there and send a photo <laughs> like yes so that uh, that was our afternoon done we just spent it um uh this leopard seal she had a um was it an elephant fish yeah a uh, spine caught in her teeth uh, and she oh. was like trying to get it out the whole time and Aww. but she obviously has no arms that can reach her face so uh, <laughs> yeah, she was just yawning and got a great look at her teeth but um she eventually got it out after a couple of hours oh my god um, yeah <laughs> and then she just yeah slept and um we went back the next morning and uh, we saw her for about half an hour and then exactly on high tide, like to the minute, she went back into the water. And oh, um, that's yeah, so, I don't yeah. know, coincidence or yeah. who knows. But uh, she was, so it was cool tiny. to see her move on land as well. Obviously, she's a, you know, a proper trooper seal, so they're not that maneuverable on land. So it did take her quite a while to move down towards the water and she was getting flushed around by the waves and fell over. And it was cool. <laughs> It was very interesting to see. And she was also the biggest leopard seal that we've seen, um, but I think also the biggest one that's been seen uh, in New Zealand wow. as well. Whoa, really? Wow. Yeah. So it, it was, wow. I think it was estimated to be around three and a half meters. Mm. And that's pretty much how big they get. So the females, they grow larger than the males. Uh, and this was the female. She would have been, yeah, as big as she gets pretty much. Wow. wow. For American mm. listeners, that would be like fourteen feet, maybe. Uh, yeah, that, that sounds that sounds all right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be about forty-five feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you say whatever you want. <laughs> and every yeah. once in a while in Kaikoura, you guys get penguins as well. Um, I know I got to see. I want to say three types of penguins and I was there little blue penguins what was it erect crested penguins or yeah, something erect crested, and, yeah. Yeah, that's and one. yellow eyed penguins yeah I believe. that's the one yeah we yep. do have a population of blue penguins that live here uh, so they are they're always here um, and then you get the odd one sort of coming past and but that's the ones we've seen we've seen I think over the years we've been here we've seen three erect crested penguins and a couple of yellow eyes. And last year, pretty much at this time of the year, yeah. we had one yellow eyed penguin that came and molted on 
on the rock wow. and I sat out there for over a month. Wow. Which huh. was pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, we're keeping our eyes out to see if one comes back to Maltia this year. Because they usually don't come this far north mm. of New Zealand, but maybe further south. Mm. So, well, yeah, that was a, a, a great fun. So we were pretty much every day walking, you know, 30 minutes to get out there to see the penguin. You know, mm-hmm. see it again and just to see the whole molting process as well. Because it takes about, I think it takes about three or four three weeks, weeks yeah. uh, for the penguin to molt. So it's a big mission. That's so, that's uh, so yeah, cool. That cool. I'm looking them yeah. up right now. <laughs> so I can see what they look like. They're so pretty. They're super yeah. pretty. Yeah. And they're, I think they're really struggling on the mainland of New Zealand as well. Mm. There's not too many breeding pairs left. Oh. Uh, and the numbers, they keep dropping significantly every year. Um, even we did a trip around New Zealand, around the South Island our first year, and we saw quite a few yellow whites then. Huh. Uh, and then we did another trip last year, and we, we barely saw any. Why um, is so there we, Why yeah. is there uh, so much of a decrease in that? They think it might have to do with the source of food. Mm. Um, so they feed on, on fish, and the species of fish that they feed on, I'm not quite sure what they are, they're quite small little fish. And uh, for some reason, there doesn't seem to be too many of them left. Uh, so they have to go for larger prey, which are more difficult to find. Mm. And the other species of fish that they feed on now don't have the same fat content. Yeah. So it seems mm. like they're just really struggling to feed themselves. So they're all, a lot of them are malnourished. Um, they don't manage, manage to get enough food for their chicks. So there are very few successful chicks that actually survive. Uh, most of them just they just don't make it wow, and as many idea. many animals do as well if they can't feed the chicks if it doesn't survive of course it's every penguin for themselves so um they will always put themselves first so Jeez. very very few little chicks making it to adulthood unfortunately hmm. yeah they that do still have sad. good populations on like the sub-antarctic islands like mm-hmm. uh auckland islands i think they've got a really good one and Stewart island is going okay as well i think but uh yeah, yeah the mainland seems to be uh yeah dire straits yeah hmm. um others the animals i got a notification today on instagram that four years ago we were looking at hector's dolphins Yay. <laughs> you guys see those pretty often don't you yeah we do uh so we sort of always know where they are they've got little local populations of hector's dolphins so they don't really move from their little home ground and uh, must have been uh, a couple of weeks ago we took our kayak out and because i've always wanted to swim with hector's dolphins but they're not they're quite shy so usually it doesn't really work they don't really interact always when you're in the water anyway they, they're quite fun like coming around the boat and stuff but when you're in the water they don't really care too much but we came across a small pot of dolphins and they were really interactive and they just surrounded our kayak so we're like, this is amazing but we didn't go in the water because we didn't want to you know break it thought, yeah oh, we'll, we'll sit in the kayak and we'll see what happens and they were just loving it and after a while they sort of moved on and we moved on but then we came back and i think came across the same pod again and they were still super interactive. So I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. <laughs> so I slid into the water quietly. And they were just, well, from I, what my view was, loving it. And they were just <laughs> swimming all around me. You know, they lock eyes with you and just circle around you. And it was just, I had so much fun. Your Dolphins photos were amazing. So yeah. Oh, it um, was, I loved it. Yeah. Do you remember... 
we great. we attempted to swim with Hector's dolphins in <laughs> yeah. Akaroa, right? Oh yes, um, I remember that. Yeah, and out of like I don't know how long we were in the water for, it was very cold, and I got one microsecond of a murky <laughs> clip of a Hector's yeah. dolphin swimming by, which I hey, remember that. It was still amazing. Um, I, think yeah. on that. I didn't even see them. I didn't see them below the water that day. No, I just saw I them didn't either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe um, do you want to talk a little bit about Hector's dolphins just for people who don't know? Because I think <laughs> I was so spoiled when I started my whale watching like journey. My the first whale watching job I ever got was in New Zealand, and since then I've worked at like five whale watching places, but man Kaikoura is just an absolute like wildlife mecca and I had no idea how lucky I was to be seeing sperm whales and Hector's dolphins and like you don't see them really hardly well first of all Hector's dolphins you don't see anywhere else on earth sperm whales rarely you see them so maybe do you want to talk a little bit about them yeah of course don't need a second invitation. Um, they, um, yeah, like you said, they're only found in New Zealand. Um, they're the, one of the smallest oceanic dolphins in the whole world. They only get up to about 1.3 meters fully grown. So, um, yeah, you know, the size of a 10-year-old. And, um, yeah, there are um, only about 15,000 of them left, uh, last count that I heard. Um, so quite, quite in, uh, endangered. Uh, they do have a subspecies on the North Island called the Maui dolphin. And there's only about 55 of them left, so they're very critically endangered. Um, yeah, unfortunately, like most cetaceans, it seems their biggest threat is getting caught in fishing nets. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some legal requirements about keeping the nets a certain way from shore because um, uh, these guys do uh, hang out very close to shore in shallow, murky waters, typically around um, uh, river mouths as well. So... Uh, yeah, like that swim the other day was really, really cool because you could actually hit in about uh, two or three meters of visibility rather than in the usual 20 centimeters of visibility mm-hmm. or um, what's that, uh, uh, four inches of visibility. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a bit more. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're in, uh, really cool to see, but uh, they hang out in small groups of uh, two to 10-ish individuals. So um, they can be quite hard to find, but um you can see them from shore in many places around New Zealand, which is quite special as well. But yeah, yeah, special little creatures. Yeah, there. Do you want to talk about their scientific name and what it means? The scientific name. I don't think Annika, I know that. Yeah, no. you do. <laughs> or oh, sorry, no, I'm thinking of their Maori name, right? The I do know Maori. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The Maori name. Uh, one of the names that they use is Tutumarakurai, which means the special ocean dweller. <laughs> so cute, <laughs> I love so that. Special. <laughs> they I are, they're pretty cool. Wild book here as well. So I'm going to find out their scientific name. I meant Tutumarakurai, I have no idea what their scientific <laughs> name is either. No We're idea. going to learn something today. <laughs> Although now. we do know sperm whale scientific name is Physeter macrocephalus, which means yeah, big one. head. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, now we're very lucky to have uh, such. Oh my God. Man. There you go, Annie. That's you. Cephalorhynchus hectori. Cephalor- that sounded perfect. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, see that there? Oh, wow, that's a long one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
great, great book, by the way, if you don't have it. Oh, wait, we oh, have that, that at work. Familiar. I'm pretty sure I've seen that on Amazon. <laughs> I think it's on my saved books list. It's like a wild Bible. And uh, oh, okay. Alan actually has a wild photo in this um, book. It's true. Oh, it's on right here. What? What, yeah. what one? Shepherd's Beach Wales. Here we go. Wow. So he has a photo of a shepherd's beaked whale, oh which are gosh. rarely seen. Oh my gosh, good job, Alan. Yeah, yeah it was, oh, it was so a, cool. being in the right place at the right time. We sort of, um, I think we're on our way back from a tour and um, just these interesting creatures popped up next to us. So um, uh, yeah, it was back when, uh, you remember Captain Jimmy was, uh, he was driving the boat. So it must yeah. have been, it might've been just after you left, to be honest. I'm not just exactly sure, but yeah, um, yeah anyway, uh, yeah, we got a, couple of breasts from them and that was it uh, because these are guys are very elusive um pretty much all they know about them is from when they stranded um i think uh, yeah i took this photo not knowing what they were but uh, i got um yeah i got contacted by someone later saying oh i think they're shepherds beaked whales and um it turns out there's been like 48 strandings around the world but more than half of them were in new zealand uh, wow. so um, they think there is some sort of population around here and um yeah, um, kept getting in contact. Where, where did you see this? Like, what was it? And um, yeah, eventually they wanted they were making this new book, and um, uh, yeah, the uh, publisher got in contact and was like, "Can you send a couple of photos through?" And like, yeah, of course. So, oh um, my goodness, that's amazing! That is so cool. Is this? The yeah, one? that was really really cool. Um, right place, right time, I guess. Yes, I think that's there might be a, a newer. Yeah. Is it the same with the newer version? Maybe. Is there a newer version? We've got that. Oh, that's so, that. so amazing! I had no, no idea yeah. that you were published in that. That's I would wear oh, that so yeah. on a T-shirt every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Right, right place, right time. Yeah. I think, but um, when yeah, I... yeah, they have been seen a couple more times since then as well, like in Kaikoura and also mm -hmm. um, off Dunedin. There's a canyon about mm -hmm. 20 miles out, and um, they've been seen in there too. Um, so it's a uh, yeah. Yeah, really, what really are cool. some other beaked whales that you guys see there? Because when I was out on the boat with Marta one time, we saw a pretty large pod of beaked whales. We both were going nuts and they were large and they were kind of like brownish colored. Do you know what those might be? Um, I know we get the Arno beaked whales. Mm -hmm. uh, they're one of the larger ones. Um, I, think the, I think the Baird's beaked whales are the largest and they can get over 10, 11 meters, I think. Mm. Um, but uh, any saw uh, Kirby's beaked whale here as well. Yeah. Um, which is really, really cool. Okay, quite, um, yeah, there's actually quite a few different, I think there's about six species of beaked whales that can be seen here. Um, but you only usually catch a really quick glimpse of it, and, and that's it. Uh, mm. So when I saw the Kirby's beaked whale, unfortunately, I didn't have my camera out. I wasn't quick enough to get it out either. So I just had to observe them, which was. Uh, pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would have been amazing to get some photos of that as well. But maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, man. I hope I hope so bad that I can come back at some point. Yes. 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 You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, man. Any other fun stories? And what? tell us about the most amazing whale experience well i got to see some southern right whale dolphins just last yeah, week. recently yeah so cool. <laughs> and they are the 
Oh my God. Oh, they're, the, they're probably the coldest dolphin you can see. So they're really slim, really long. Uh, they move incredibly fast. They don't have a dorsal fin. They're black on top, white underneath. And they just, they just look absolutely amazing. Um, so the first time I got to see one was probably a year and a half ago because uh, they haven't been too common and they're usually quite far offshore. So you don't really come across them. Uh, but they tend to hang out with pilot whales. Mm-hmm. And so we had a pot of pilot whales about a year and a half ago, and these southern right whale dolphins were just cruising in with them. And we couldn't figure out what it was first. We just saw these, they just move so fast through the water, you, you, you just can't really see them. Just flashes of white. Yeah, it's just right. like, oh, it's something different. Um, or like a really big seal. Uh, but once, if, they, if you do get a closer look, that's when you can sort of figure out what it is. Um, and that's the only time I've seen them, I think. Um, and then, yeah, like last week, um, I saw little splashes on the distance. It was quite a windy day. I think, well, oh, we're quite far ashore. Most of the coastal dolphins don't come out this far. Maybe we should go and have a look. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we did go have a look. And yeah, it was a pot of just southern right whale dolphins and nothing else, because they often do or seen with other species as well. Um, so that was just amazing. I'm not sure how many, some, probably somewhere between 30 and 50 individuals. Mm-hmm. And they were just moving so fast and it was, it was just really hard to keep up with them and it's absolutely stunning because you guys see the northern right whale dolphins yeah fairly mm-hmm. often or like how often would you say you see them up there mm, i don't think Where, they come too often at least in monterey i don't think they um like, i don't really yeah, know would, how often they would be there but i definitely yeah, okay. would say maybe them, every um, couple months yeah um, okay where I'm at, they don't, we don't see them here yeah. this far oh, south. Okay. Yeah. And they tend to mesh, well, from what I've seen, they mesh with the uh, Pacific white sides. Oh, so okay. usually yeah, we can see yeah. the Pacific white sides first, like uh, bow riding with the boat. And then like we kind of catch a couple glimpses of the northern white whale. And they're hard yeah, to spot okay. at first because I remember I was on a whale watching boat and um, we saw the Pacific white sides for a while. And um, I saw the northern white whale uh, and I didn't want to say anything yet. And I was like right next to the captain. So I was like, I'm pretty sure I see it, but maybe you should have like a deckhand clarify really quick. So <laughs> they had him like right there. So he clarified it and then he, they announced it. And it was so cool just to watch them. Like you could barely see him in the water. It's so cool. Yeah. 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 Here they hang out with the dusky dolphins and the okay. dusky dolphins pretty much look exactly like the white side of Pacific dolphins. Mm-hmm. So like, and yeah, it's funny that the right whale dolphins hang out with the dusky dolphins, so yeah. it's yeah, pretty much the same <laughs> that, thing. That so is I think so a interesting. Of, a couple of months ago, or or when, maybe it was last year, I can't remember when it was. when whale was closed over COVID. Oh yeah, the yeah. Um, the southern right whale dolphins were hanging out with a pot of duskies for like two or three days, oh, and they were in sh- like quite close in shore, uh, but we weren't working at the time, uh, so it was just after COVID, so we sort of all oh, well, after our lockdown of COVID, oh, yeah. COVID still happening, um, but yeah, it was after our lockdown when we weren't working. So yeah, we didn't we didn't get to see that, but it was um, yeah, it's pretty cool. And there was a hybrid in there as well that someone got a photo of. Uh, so they oh. do get hybrids. Uh, and wow. They, yeah. So they sort of look like a I don't know. They, they have a kind of from most of the ones that's been observed, they have a dorsal fin, but it's huh. like really weirdly shaped. Oh. And yeah. yeah, oh yeah, it's, a, it's like a, a an imitation of a oh, hybrid dusky oh, southern right. Wow. Yeah, so, 
I have no idea. They seem like they just are so unsimilar that they wouldn't be able to interbreed, but... Yeah, old uh, uh, Ed, he reckons he's got a photo of one, but he's been talking about it for about a year and hasn't produced the photo yet. (laughs) We're all a bit skeptical, but uh, apparently... It didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. What about what about you, Alan? Is that your favorite too, or do you have a different favorite? Yeah, I mean, like, um, probably the first time pilot whales were um uh, so interactive with the boat, uh, mm-hmm. because the pilot whales um were I've seen them maybe four or five times, and um the first couple of times they're just sort of cruising, doing their own thing, not really interested, and then um the second time, uh, third time they came right up to the boat and sort of just logged there for three or four minutes, um. And just really checked out the boat and everyone it was just a it yeah just a really amazing mm-hmm. wholesome experience and uh it was only just a couple of uh months after they had a mass stranding in um mm. uh, Stewart island uh so um yeah the pilot whales are really special to see because they are the most stranded animals in new zealand and Sometimes they strand in their hundreds because uh, they've got very tight family mm. groups so they can mm-hmm. uh, if one strands though the others will follow um but uh, so yeah, to see them uh, out and out in the ocean is really, really good. But, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, just ex- yeah, I think that's probably one of well, it's definitely one of my favourite experiences. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to top something like that. But, um, yeah, very special. That's amazing. Well, I guess we can kind of wrap up the podcast. But is there anything else that you guys want to share with us before we let you go? Any ocean wisdom to share? <laughs> Sperm whales have 300 meters of intestines. <laughs> Perfect. That's what I was yeah. hoping you'd say. <laughs> yeah. Aww, Save the best well, for last. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you guys for thank joining you. us. It's so nice no. to chat with you. Let's yeah. catch up again yeah. soon and talk about other stuff. <laughs> oh, fantastic. We'll talk about whales as well. But no, no thank yeah. you for having us. Yeah, cheers, yes. guys. Thank yeah, you. Bye. Thank, thank you. you guys so much. It was nice meeting you. Yeah, likewise, you Thank you. Right. We'll talk All to right, you guys, guys. soon. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Ocean Lovers Podcast. For more ways to support our podcast, subscribe to our Patreon for additional content and special perks. Thanks so much for your support and catch a new episode every Friday.